Afterword, Select Bibliography, and General Editor's Notes on Sources, Abbreviations, and About the Contributors of The U.S. Army in the Iraq War, Volume 1, by U.S. Army Operation Iraqi Freedom Study Group. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Adam Cable. Afterward, select bibliography and general editor's notes on sources, abbreviations, and about the contributors. Afterward, page 661. The U.S. Army War College, or USAWC, was honored to support the effort for this study and to publish these volumes. Since our vision is to develop strategic leaders and ideas invaluable to the Army, the Joint Force, and the Nation, the publication of these volumes is emblematic of this study's purpose. In fact, this study represents what Secretary of War Elihu Root envisioned when he established the USAWC in 1901. He directed its students to consider three important strategic issues, national defense, military science, and responsible command aspects which are relevant to this study. It is our hope these volumes will prompt and enable further studies on other levels and aspects of the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. In addition to hundreds of hours of interviews, as a byproduct of this work, over 30,000 pages of documents were declassified and will be made available online. Over time, all of these primary sources will be reviewed and reassessed by others, including the staff college and USAWC students, as a way to continue to improve as a profession. To further assist with studying these volumes, we are publishing them in a searchable digital format, negating the need for a lengthy index. Additionally, while this is an extensive study, it is by no means complete. Many areas fell outside the scope of this study and will require further in-depth research. Areas such as logistics, humanitarian assistance, special operations, and conventional mutual efforts, along with U.S. Central Command or CENTCOM's decisions, and wider U.S. and international partner decisions, which impacted the strategic and operational direction and resources in Iraq itself. This study reinforces the importance of what we do at the USAWC as part of professional military education and the need to continue to innovate and improve our efforts. The central problems in Iraq and Afghanistan typically started at the strategic level. We rightfully need to address the many operational and tactical issues highlighted throughout this study. However, that is not sufficient to solve the overall challenges we will face in the foreseeable future. We have to get the strategy right and be prepared for the inevitable natural tendency towards strategic drift and strategic depreciation. The U.S. Army has traditionally had an almost overwhelming faith in technology and doctrine, on the changing character of war, which is often reflected in this study. We can and will analyze and learn from it. At the same time, we cannot overcommit to the lessons from this war. As Dr. Mike Nyberg, our USAWC Chair of War Studies, recently reinforced to me, quote, The next war we fight will be quite different and will render many of the operational and tactical suggestions here overcome by events. End quote. The question is, which ones? At the USAWC, we are committed and will further reinforce the importance of the study of strategy, the nature of war, and the essence of leadership and decision-making at the strategic level, and at the sometimes Gordian knot nexus of strategy and operations. On this, the 100th anniversary of the end of World War I, I am mindful that this study is part of a long-standing tradition within our Army to critically assess past strategies, operations, and decisions to inform decisions and actions in the future. This commitment to self-evaluation, study, and adaptation serves not only to ensure the future readiness of our Army, but honors those who likewise committed themselves to the security and defense of our nation during this conflict. Major General John S. Kem. Commandant, U.S. Army War College. Select Bibliography and General Editor's Notes on Sources. Page 663. With respect to the wars of the post-9-11 era, 
The Department of Defense, or DOD, has not yet emulated Chief of Staff of the Army General Dwight D. Eisenhower's directive of November 20, 1947, that the Army should accomplish, quote, the maximum downgrading of all information on military subjects, end quote, pertaining to World War II. Quote, the Army possesses no inherent right to conceal the history of its affairs behind a cloak of secrecy, end quote. Eisenhower wrote two years after the end of World War II, adding that, quote, the historical record of the Army's operations as well as the manner in which these were accomplished are public property, and except where the security of the nation may be jeopardized, the right of the citizens to the full story is unquestioned. Beyond this, the major achievements with which the Army is credited are in fact the accomplishments of the entire nation. The American public, therefore, should find no unnecessary obstacle to its access to the written record. The history of the Army in World War II, now in preparation, must, without reservation, tell the complete story of the Army's participation, fully documented with references to the records used. The preparation of this history does not, however, constitute any reason or excuse for denying to the public immediate access to facts and records where they deal solely with the operations of the army and where the security of the nation is not involved. End quote. Eisenhower's directive made the U.S. Army's records accessible to researchers and led to the Army's famous Green Book series of histories of the war, as well as a host of other important studies. By contrast, accessing the U.S. military's operational records and internal analyses of the Iraq War is difficult for today's historians. It will be some years before the U.S. military's archival records are available and in a coherent enough state for scholars and the public to systematically delve into them. What follows is a select list of sources used for this volume, along with the general editor's notes about the operational records and oral history interviews the Chief of Staff of the Army's, or CSA's, Operation Iraqi Freedom, or OIF, study group used, and the current state of access to the most important repositories. The primary sources used in Volume 1 of The U.S. Army in the Iraq War, including more than 30,000 pages of documents declassified for this project, will reside in a research archive at the Army Heritage and Education Center, or AHEC, in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, with digital copies also at the Center of Military History, or CMH, in Washington, D.C., and the National Defense University, or NDU, at Fort McNair, D.C. Operational Records, page 663. The U.S. military commands in Iraq generated hundreds of terabytes of digital operational records from 2003 to 2011. As this volume went to press in 2018, this vast database was in disarray, with no clear prospect for cataloging it and making it accessible to researchers in the near term. The largest digital collections are at CMH and at U.S. Central Command, or CENTCOM, which, between them, hold more than 300 terabytes of classified and unclassified records pertaining to the Iraq War. Both organizations continually increase their holdings as units contribute records that in some cases have languished for years. CMH and CENTCOM hold a similar amount of Afghanistan war records as well. To organize and mine this material properly would require far more people and resources than CMH and CENTCOM can currently support. At the existing pace of processing, it will be several years before the full holdings are accessible to military researchers, and longer still before they are available to the public. Not until the U.S. government invests the appropriate level of resources and time in these records will Americans be able to fully distill the lessons of the Iraq War, or even to fully exploit the information the government already possesses to gain important insights about the enemy in Iraq, with whom, in 2018, we are still at war. Despite its vast size, the records that CMH and CENTCOM hold are incomplete. The U.S. Army went to war in early 2003 with a detailed plan for retaining records from the period of the invasion, but when Coalition Forces Land Component Command, or CFLCC, left Iraq in summer of 2003, no authority in the Iraq theater was responsible for retaining the military records generated there, and no theater plan instructed units how to do so for themselves. Consequently, 
many units between mid-2003 to mid-2005 destroyed their operational records as they left the theater, meaning that the U.S. military's records for that period have extensive gaps. The documentary record was also damaged by a large-scale loss of data servers at CENTCOM during the same period. Not until the Army began deploying military history detachments to support the major operational commands in mid-2005 did a systematic collection of records at those commands take place. The CSA-OIF study group spent thousands of hours sifting through the data held by CMH, CENTCOM, and other organizations. This research yielded many important documents and insights from CJTF-7, Multinational Forces Iraq, or MNFI, United States Forces Iraq, or USFI, the Office of Security Cooperation Iraq, MNCI, CFLCC slash Third Army, CENTCOM, and subordinate commands, including a wealth of digital materials produced at the division level and below. These resources include a broad range of records such as internal memorandums and emails, communications between military and civilian leaders, records of commanders' conferences, operations orders and fragmentary orders, planning documents, information papers, command briefings, intelligence assessments, periodic command assessments, weekly reports to the Secretary of Defense or SECDEF, battle update assessments, Iraqi Security Forces development updates, security transition plans, detention policies and reports, and after-action reviews. The study group used these materials to develop an understanding of how operational-level decisions were made, implemented, and perceived. The personal papers of senior U.S. commanders provided a unique glimpse into command decision-making processes and commanders' intent at the operational and theater strategic levels of the Iraq War. The papers of General John P. Abizade and Lieutenant General Ricardo Sanchez at the AHEC Military History Institute, or MHI, offered many insights into the conduct of the Iraq campaign in 2003 to 2004. These were particularly valuable because there was no systemic archiving of records from CJTF-7 during that period. The papers of General Tommy Franks, housed at CENTCOM, are rich with detail from 2001 to 2003, but are largely inaccessible to researchers. They remain classified in the compartment that protected the security of the long-since-completed planning for the 2003 invasion, with no sign as to when the Department of Defense, or DOD, might declassify them. The richest collection of command papers is that of General George W. Casey, Jr., which is housed at the NDU at Fort McNair, D.C., and covers his entire career as a general officer. These extensive, well-organized records provided an invaluable journal of events and assessments inside MNFI during 2004 to 2007. General David H. Petraeus's command papers from MNFI, CENTCOM, and the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, or NATO's International Security Assistance Force, are also held at NDU. But unfortunately, U.S. authorities suspended access to a large portion of the classified segment of this collection in 2013, and thus far have taken no steps to restore it. General Raymond T. Odierno's extensive papers from his command tenures in Iraq and his tenure as CSA provide a valuable record of MNFI and USFI from late 2008 to August 2010, and these will be archived at AHEC. The study group also accessed archival materials and operational records at a number of military organizations. The Combat Studies Institute, or CSI, at Fort Leavenworth, Kansas, has a large collection of source documents for volumes 1 through 6 of On Point, four volumes of which have not yet been published. The Center for Army Lessons Learned, also at Fort Leavenworth, has an extensive collection of analyses and unpublished references mostly focused at the tactical level. The Center for Army Analysis at Fort Belvoir, Virginia, and the Joint Improvised Threat Defeat Agency at the Pentagon, Washington, D.C., both have unique collections of operational data gathered by their analytical teams in Iraq and outside Iraq, and the study group was able to access products from both organizations during its research. Additionally, the study group had access to Special Operations Forces archives and publications at Fort Bragg, North Carolina, and MacDill Air Force Base, Tampa, Florida. 
The archives at Special Operations Command in particular are superb and capture nearly every aspect of the Joint Special Operations Force across the breadth of the war. Unfortunately, declassifying this material is difficult, limiting its usefulness for scholarly studies. For portions of this study, the records held by DOD's Conflict Research Records Center, or CRRC, were useful. The CRRC's holdings included documents captured from Saddam's regime and from al-Qaeda and its associated movements, including the Islamic State of Iraq, the forerunner to the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria, or ISIS, which the CRRC translated and made available to researchers. The CRRC's 63,000 pages of translated documents from Saddam's regime represented fewer than 10% of its collection regarding the Iraqi dictator. Unfortunately, the CRRC was defunded and shut down in June 2015, and its work on translating additional documents ceased. Its holdings were transferred to the Institute for Defense Analyses in Alexandria, Virginia for safekeeping, but as this volume went to press, DOD had not yet settled on a new means of making the records accessible again, or of restarting the work of translating documents from al-Qaeda and associated movements and the Saddam regime, even though there are indications that those records hold important insights about the origins and composition of ISIS. Finally, for records related to the United Kingdom or UK's role in the Iraq War, the OIF study group found the extensive public records assembled by the British government's Iraq inquiry to be essential. The Iraq inquiry's records include both operational documents and detailed interviews with key British military figures from the Iraq War. At the UK Ministry of Defense, the Army Historical Branch in London, United Kingdom, also holds a near-complete set of operational records from British units and commanders that served in Iraq. Though the vast majority of the Historical Branch's records remain classified, it is by far the best organized of the major collections of operational documents. Interviews, page 666. Department of Defense organizations collected thousands of oral history interviews during the course of the Iraq War, most of which have not yet been examined by historians. The OIF study group had access to many of these, though the collection of interviews is so vast that only a small portion has been transcribed. The study group also conducted over 200 interviews of its own, many of which have been transcribed and will reside in the group's archive at AHEC. The largest collection of oral history interviews is at CMH, which holds thousands of largely uncatalogued interviews conducted by military history detachments throughout the war. The vast majority of CMH's interviews have not been transcribed, and in mining this collection, the OIF study group had to narrow its research to interviews with several hundred key leaders. In addition, many of CMH's interviews were considered classified at the time they were conducted for operational security reasons, and though there is virtually nothing in them that remains operationally sensitive today, there is no process underway to review them for declassification, other than the small portion that the OIF study group was able to declassify during the course of its work. Another large collection of several thousand interviews resides at the Joint Center for Operational Analysis, or JCOA, at Norfolk, Virginia. As at CMH, however, many of the JCOA's interviews remain classified, and the JCOA does not allow easy access to or use of these materials, though the vast majority of them are no longer operationally sensitive. The best organized collection of oral history interviews is at the CSI. CSI provided the OIF study group with unfettered access to its hundreds of transcribed, unclassified interviews, many of which were of high quality and historical significance. Also at Fort Leavenworth, the Center for Army Lessons Learned has a collection of over 200 interviews with personnel from the Office of Security Cooperation Iraq, conducted during 2012 to 2013, that offer important insights into the difficult tasks that confronted that organization as Iraq's security situation unraveled. At the USAWC, the MHI archive includes division commander lessons learned documents and oral history interviews from many senior commanders who held important positions in Iraq. At CENTCOM, 
The Command History Office has dozens of important interviews with commanders and key staff officers, some of which were conducted at an unclassified level. Finally, in the course of his important research for the Institute for Defense Analyses on operations in Anbar province, William Nahr accumulated scores of important interviews with U.S. and Iraqi military and civilian leaders. What follows is a list of the interviews referenced in Volume 1 of the U.S. Army in the Iraq War. Interviews conducted by the CSA's OIF Study Group General, retired, John P. Abizaid Lieutenant Colonel, retired, Martin Adams Colonel, retired, John Agoglia Robert Alberts Lieutenant General Joseph Anderson Lieutenant Colonel Charles Armstrong Rick Atkinson General Lloyd Austin Amatsia Barham Colonel, retired, Kevin Benson Major General William H. Brandenburg Ambassador L. Paul Bremer III Lieutenant General Robin Brims Brigadier General Scott Brower Major General Jeffrey Buchanan Major General, retired, Aziz Swadi Nur al-Bakutri President George W. Bush General, retired, George W. Casey, Jr. Lieutenant General Robert Caslin General, retired, Peter W. Corelli Lieutenant General Marco Chiarini Colonel Ronald F. Clark Lieutenant General Charles Cleveland Colonel Chris Connor Major General Anthony Cucolo Dan Darling David Dawson Lieutenant General Keith W. Dayton Colonel Edmund J. Dagan Colonel Manny Deemer Lieutenant Colonel Michael Donahue Major General Edward Donnelly Major General Paul D. Eaton Colonel Lee English Brigadier General Billy Don Ferris Major General Barbara Fast Major Retired Thomas S. Fisher General John D. Jack Gardner Secretary of Defense Robert M. Gates General Frank Grass Colonel Retired Robert Green Lieutenant Colonel Mark Gurdovich Brigadier General John Gronsky Celeste Ward Gventer National Security Advisor Stephen Hadley Lieutenant General David Halverson Colonel Jeff Hannon Commander Rebecca Harper Colonel Retired Derek J. Harvey Colonel Retired James Hickey Major General Retired Patrick Higgins Major General William C. Hicks Brigadier General Frederick Ben Hodges Colonel Dan Hodney Lieutenant General David Hogg CW4 Charles Hoff Gregory Hooker Colonel Retired Bjarn Mike Iverson Colonel Bill Ivey Iraqi Major General Najim Jabouri General Retired John M. Jack Keane Lieutenant General Retired Francis Frank Kearney Lieutenant Colonel Retired Robert Kelly Lieutenant General Poole Kayershku Colonel Randy Lane Colonel Kevin Leahy Ambassador Douglas Lute Major Kevin Bruce Marcus General Retired James N. Mattis General Retired Stanley McChrystal Colonel Retired Michael McCormick 
Colonel retired Kevin McDonnell. General retired David D. McKiernan. Lieutenant General Herbert Raymond H. R. McMaster. Regis Matlack. Lieutenant General Thomas F. Metz. Lieutenant General retired Paul T. Mikolashek. Colonel Charlie Miller. Colonel Stephen Miska. Colonel Mark Mitchell. Lieutenant Colonel Pat Morrison. General retired Richard B. Myers. Major General Richard Nash. Douglas Nolan. Lieutenant General Michael Oates. Lieutenant Colonel David Ocklander. General Raymond T. Odierno. Brigadier General Mark O'Neill. Colonel Paul Ott. Brigadier General Hector Pagan. General Sir Nicholas R. Parker. Colonel Dave Pendle. General Retired David H. Petraeus. Colonel Louis B. Rago II. Kathleen Reedy. Major General Michael Rapace. Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice. Brigadier General Rick Rife. National Security Advisor Moafik Rubai. Lieutenant General Retired Ricardo Sanchez. General Retired Peter J. Schoomaker. Kalev Gunner Sepp. Abram Shulsky. Colonel Steve Cyphers. Emma Skye. Colonel Retired Marty Stanton. Colonel Michael Steele. Lieutenant Colonel Kent Strader. Lieutenant Colonel Retired Adam Such. General Retired Gordon R. Sullivan. Brigadier General Sean Swindell. Colonel Jolt Genthiralli. Major General Joseph J. Taluto. Major General James D. Thurman. Lieutenant General Kenneth Tovo. Lieutenant General John Vines. Major General Rick Waddell. General Retired William S. Wallace. Lieutenant General Marshall B. Webb. Lieutenant General William G. Webster, Jr. Colonel Retired Richard Welch. Brigadier General Retired Thomas White. Rear Admiral Retired Edward Winters. Major General Retired Walter Wojciechowski. Ambassador Paul Wolfowitz. Lieutenant General Richard Zahner. West Point Center for Oral History Major General Robert Abrams Lieutenant General Rick Lynch Institute for Defense Analyses Colonel Julian Dale Alford Ayad Alawi Colonel Ralph Baker Captain Jim Calvert, pseudonym Colonel Casey Haskins. Mullah Nadim Mahmoud Khalil Jabouri. Sheikh Kurdi Rafi Farhan Al Mahalawi. Sheikh Ahmed Biziaf Daikan Al Rishawi. Combat Studies Institute. General Retired John P. Abizade. Colonel Robert Abrams. Brigadier General Rod Barham. Colonel Peter Bayer. Lieutenant Colonel Chris Beckert. Colonel Kevin Benson. Major General Daniel P. Bolger. Brigadier General Robert B. Brown. Major Stephen Campbell. Colonel Edward Carden. General George W. Casey, Jr. Lieutenant General Peter W. Corelli. Major Mark Cloutier. 
Colonel Donald Courier. General Martin E. Dempsey. Major Michael Doherty. Major General Paul D. Eaton. Colonel Retired Todd Ebel. Lieutenant Colonel Retired Joseph Fisher. General Retired Tommy Franks. Colonel Bruce Gant. Lieutenant Colonel Michael Gibbler. Lieutenant Colonel Glenn Goddard. Brigadier General Carter Ham. Colonel Bill Hickman. Ambassador Zalme Khalilzad. Colonel Chris King. Major Jeremy Lewis. Major Chris Learman. Colonel Sean McFarland. Major General John P. McLaren. Lieutenant General Thomas Metz. Brigadier General Mark A. Milley. Lieutenant General Richard Natonsky. Lieutenant Colonel Peter A. Newell. Colonel John Norris. Lieutenant Colonel Wesley Odom. Brigadier General Peter J. Palmer. Lieutenant General Joseph Peterson. General David H. Petraeus. Brigadier General Dana Pittard. Lieutenant Colonel James Rainey. Lieutenant Colonel Christopher Reed. Lieutenant Colonel Tom Rickard. Colonel Sean Ryan. Colonel Stephen Salazar. Major Craig Shue. Colonel Robert E. Skurlock. Brigadier General Richard Sherlock. Major General Retired Charles Chuck Swanick, Jr. Colonel Jeffrey Terhoon. Major Sean Tracy. Colonel Thomas Vale. Lieutenant General John R. Vines. Major General William G. Webster, Jr. Marine Corps History and Museums Division. Major General Richard F. Natonsky. Marine Corps University. Major General John R. Allen. Colonel Joseph Anderson. Colonel Kevin Benson. Major Thomas Fisher. Lieutenant General Retired Jay Garner. Frank Miller. Lieutenant Colonel Wesley Odom. Major Daniel Soler. U.S. Army Center of Military History. Major General John Batiste. Lieutenant General Peter W. Corelli. Major General Walter E. Gaskin, Sr. Colonel Stephen Hicks. Major Kevin Bruce Marcus. Major General James Spider Marks. General Retired David D. McKiernan. Lieutenant General Retired Paul T. Mikolashek. Lieutenant Colonel Retired Terry Moran. General David H. Petraeus. Major General James D. Thurman. General William S. Wallace. Abbreviations, page 685. AAR, After Action Report. ABN, Airborne. ACR, Armored Cavalry Regiment. AD, Armored Division. AFCENT, Air Force's Central Command. AHEC, Army Heritage and Education Center. AIF, Anti-Iraqi Forces. AO, Area of Operation. AOB, Advanced Operational Base. AQI, Al-Qaeda in Iraq. AR, 
Army Regulation RCENT U.S. Army Central U.S. Army Component of CENTCOM ARNG Army National Guard BCT Brigade Combat Team BDA Battle Damage Assessment BIAP Baghdad International Airport BN Battalion BRAC Base Realignment and Closure BSB Brigade Support Battalion BSTB Brigade Special Troops Battalion BTT Border Transition Team BUA Battle Update Assessment CAG Civil Affairs Group Commander's Action Group or Commander's Advisory Group CENTAF U.S. Air Force Component of CENTCOM CENTCOM U.S. Central Command CERP Commander's Emergency Response Program CEXC Combined Explosives Exploitation Cell CF Coalition Forces CFACC Coalition Forces Air Component Command CFC Combined Forces Command CFLCC Coalition Forces Land Component Command CFMCC Coalition Forces Maritime Component Command CFSOCC Coalition Forces Special Operations Component Command CG Commanding General CI and S Counterintelligence and Security CIA Central Intelligence Agency CID Criminal Investigation Division CINC Commander-in-Chief CISA College of International Security Affairs CJCS Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff CJTFI Combined Joint Task Force Iraq CJSOTF Combined Joint Special Operations Task Force CJSOTF-AP Combined Joint Special Operations Task Force Arabian Peninsula CJSOTF-N Combined Joint Special Operations Task Force North CJSOTF-W Combined Joint Special Operations Task Force West CJTF-7 Combined Joint Task Force 7 CMAT Coalition Military Assistance Training Team CMH Center of Military History CMOC Civil Military Operations Center CMTC Combat Maneuver Training Center CO Commanding Officer COC Combat Operations Center COIN Counterinsurgency COL Colonel Con Ops Contingency Operations Con Plan Contingency Plan CONUS Continental United States COSAT Chief of Staff Assessment Team CPA Coalition Provisional Authority CPAA Coalition Provisional Authority Administrator CPAT 
Civilian Police Assistance Training Team. CRRB, Combined Review and Release Board. CRS, Congressional Research Service. CSA, Chief of Staff of the Army. CSI, Combat Studies Institute. DA, Department of the Army. DCSINT, Deputy Chief of Staff for Intelligence. DCSPER, Deputy Chief of Staff for Personnel. DIA, Defense Intelligence Agency. DOD, Department of Defense. DSECDEF, Deputy Secretary of Defense. DUSD, Deputy Undersecretary of Defense. EASB, Effects Assessment Synchronization Board. EFP, Explosively Formed Penetrator. EJK, Extrajudicial Killing. EOF, Escalation of Force. EPW, Enemy Prisoner of War. ERU, Emergency Response Unit. ESB, Enhanced Separate Brigades. UCOM, U.S. European Command. FABN, Field Artillery Battalion. FBI, Federal Bureau of Investigation. FBIS, Foreign Broadcast Information Service. FID, Foreign Internal Defense. FIF, Free Iraqi Forces. FKSM, Fort Knox Supplemental Manual. FM, Field Manual. FOB, Forward Operating Base. FOIA, Freedom of Information Act. FORCECOM, U.S. Army Forces Command. FRAGO, Fragmentary Order. FSEC, Force Strategic Engagement Cell. GAO, U.S. Government Accountability Office. GEN, General. GOC, General Officer Commanding. GOI, Government of Iraq. GPS, Global Positioning System. HHC, Headquarters and Headquarters Company. HMMWV, High Mobility Multipurpose Wheeled Vehicle, a.k.a. Humvee. HQ, Headquarters. HVT, High Value Target. IMEF, First Marine Expeditionary Force. IA, Iraqi Army. IAF, Iraqi Armed Forces. IBCT, Interim Brigade Combat Team. ICDC, Iraqi Civil Defense Corps. ID, Infantry Division. IED, Improvised Explosive Device. IGC, Iraqi Governing Council. IIP, Iraqi Islamic Party. IIS, Iraqi Intelligence Service. IMK, Islamic Movement of Kurdistan. IN, Infantry. IO, Information Operations. IOT, In Order To. IP, Iraqi Police. IPB, Intelligence Preparation of the Battlefield. IPLO, International Police Liaison Officer. 
IRA, Iraqi Regular Army, IRGC, Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps of Iran, IRGCQF, Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps of Iran, CODS Force, IRQ, Iraq, ISF, Iraqi Security Forces, ISFOR, Iraq Stabilization Force, ISG, Iraq Survey Group, ISI, Islamic State of Iraq, ISIS, Islamic State of Iraq and Syria, ISO, in support of, ISOF, Iraqi Special Operations Forces, ISR, Intelligence, Surveillance and Reconnaissance, ITF, Iraqi Turkoman Front, ITG, Iraqi Transitional Government, JAM, Jaish al-Mahdi, a.k.a. Mahdi Army, JCOA, Joint Center for Operational Analysis, JCF, Joint Chiefs of Staff, JIATF, Joint Interagency Task Force, JIATF-N, Joint Interagency Task Force North, JSOTF, Joint Special Operations Task Force, JSTARS, Joint Surveillance Target Attack Radar System, JTF-4, Joint Task Force 4, JTF-SWA, Joint Task Force Southwest Asia, KADEK, Kurdistan Freedom and Democracy Congress, KDP, Kurdistan Democratic Party, KRG, Kurdistan Regional Government, LOAC, Law of Armed Conflict, LTGEN, Lieutenant General, also LGEN and LT period GEN period. LTC, Lieutenant Colonel. MACI, Military Assistance Command, Iraq. MARDIV, Marine Division. MARCENT, U.S. Marine Corps component of CENTCOM. MCLC, Military Coordination and Liaison Command. MCR, Main Conference Room. MEF, Marine Expeditionary Force. MEK, Mujahideen e Kalk. MEU, Marine Expeditionary Unit. MFR, Memo for Record. MGEN, Major General, also MAJ, period, GEN, period. MHI, Military History Institute. MIT, Military Transition Team. MNBNW, Multinational Brigade Northwest. MNCI, Multinational Corps Iraq. MND, Multinational Division. MNDB, Multinational Division, Baghdad. MNDCS, Multinational Division, Central South. MNDN, Multinational Division, North. MNDNC, Multinational Division, North Central. MNDNE, Multinational Division, Northeast. MNDNW, Multinational Division, Northwest. MNDSE, 
Multinational Division Southeast. MNFI, Multinational Force Iraq. MNFNW, Multinational Force Northwest. MNFW, Multinational Force West. MNSTCI, Multinational Security Transition Command Iraq. MOD, Ministry of Defense. MOI, Ministry of the Interior. MYA, Mohammed Yunus Al Ahmad. NATO, North Atlantic Treaty Organization. NAVCENT, U.S. Navy component of CENTCOM. NCO, Non Commissioned Officer. NDU, National Defense University. NDUCISA, National Defense University College of International Security Affairs. NGO, Non-Governmental Organizations. NP, National Police. NPR, National Public Radio. NSC, National Security Council. NTC, National Training Center. NTMI, NATO Training Mission Iraq. OBE, Order of the British Empire. ODA, Operational Detachment Alpha. OIF, Operation Iraqi Freedom. OMS, Organization of the Martyr Sadr. OOTW, Operations Other Than War. OPFOR, Opposing Force. OPLAN, Operation Plan. OPORD, Operation Order. OPSUM, Operation Summary. ORHA, Office of Reconstruction and Humanitarian Assistance. OSD, Office of the Secretary of Defense. OST, Office of Security Transition. PAO, Public Affairs Office. PAX, Personnel. PIC, Provincial Iraqi Control. PIR, Parachute Infantry Regiment. PJHQ, Permanent Joint Headquarters, United Kingdom. PKK, Kurdistan Workers' Party. PM, Prime Minister. POTUS, President of the United States. PRT, Provincial Reconstruction Team. PTT, Police Transition Team. PUK, Patriotic Union of Kurdistan. QRF, Quick Reaction Force. RCT, Regimental Combat Team. RET, Retired. RFF, Request for Forces. RMA, Revolution in Military Affairs. ROE, Rules of Engagement. RPG, Rocket-Propelled Grenade. RSOI, Reception, Staging, Onward Movement, and Integration. RSTA, Reconnaissance, Surveillance, and Target Acquisition. SAMS, School of Advanced Military Studies. SAS, Special Air Service. SASO, Security and Stabilization Operations. SATB, Security Assistance Training Brigade. SBCT, Striker Brigade Combat Team. SCIRI, Supreme Council for the Islamic Revolution in Iraq. SEAL, Sea, Air, and Land Teams. SECDEF, 
Secretary of Defense. SGS, Secretary to the General Staff. SIAP, Saddam International Airport. SID, Special Investigations Directorate. SIG Act, Significant Activity. SOCCENT, Special Operations Component of CENTCOM. SOCOM, Special Operations Command. SOF, Special Operations Forces. SOUTHCOM, United States Southern Command. SPA, Strategic Plans and Assessment. SPTT, Special Police Transition Team. SQD, Squadron. SSI, Strategic Studies Institute. STRATCOM, Strategic Communications. SVBIED, Suicide Vehicle Borne Improvised Explosive Device. SVEST, Suicide Vest. SVTC, Secure Video Teleconference. SWET, Sewer, Water, Electricity, and Trash. TF, Task Force. TPFDD, Time-Phased Force and Deployment Data. TPFDL, Time-Phased Force and Deployment List. TRA, Transition Readiness Assessment. TRADOC, U.S. Army Training and Doctrine Command. TRANSCOM, U.S. Transportation Command. UAV, Unmanned Aerial Vehicle. UIA, United Iraqi Alliance. UK, United Kingdom. UN, United Nations. UNAMI, United Nations Assistance Mission for Iraq. UNOSAM, United Nations Operation in Somalia. UNSCR, United Nations Security Council Resolution. USA, U.S. Army. USAF, U.S. Air Force. USAHEC, USAWC's Army Heritage and Education Center. USAID, U.S. Agency for International Development. USAREUR, U.S. Army Europe. USAWC, U.S. Army War College. USD, Undersecretary of Defense. USIP, U.S. Institute of Peace. USMC, U.S. Marine Corps. VBIED, Vehicle-Borne Improvised Explosive Device. VCJCS, Vice Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. VTC, Video Teleconference. WERV, Western Euphrates River Valley. WMD, Weapons of Mass Destruction. XTF, Exploitation Task Force. About the Contributors, page 695. Joel D. Rayburn is a U.S. Army colonel with 25 years of experience in intelligence and political military affairs. A 1992 graduate of the U.S. Military Academy, he served in a series of assignments as an artillery officer in Germany, Bosnia, and Kuwait before transferring to the Military Intelligence Corps in 1996. From 2002 to 2005, Colonel Rayburn taught British and Middle Eastern history at West Point, New York. From 2005 to the present, he has focused on political military affairs in the greater Middle East, including several combat deployments in Iraq and Afghanistan and multiple assignments at U.S. Central Command. From 2013 to 2016, he directed the Army's Operation Iraqi Freedom Study Group, which was tasked with writing the Army's history of the Iraq War. 
Colonel Rayburn is the author of Iraq After America, Strongmen, Sectarians, Resistance, Hoover Press, 2014. He holds master's degrees from Texas A&M University and the National War College. Frank K. Sobchak began his career as a military intelligence officer and deployed to Kuwait in 1993. After completing special forces training, he was assigned to 5th Special Forces Group Airborne, where he commanded Operational Detachment Alphas, or ODAs, through various missions, including a deployment to Kosovo. Following detachment command, he taught classes in world history and peacekeeping at the U.S. Military Academy. Colonel Sobchak then returned to 5th Group, commanding a company in Iraq during 2005. He was next assigned as a Congressional Liaison for U.S. Special Operations Command. From 2011 to 2013, Colonel Sobchak commanded the U.S. Army Garrison in Natick, Massachusetts. After serving as a senior fellow for the Chief of Staff of the Army's Operation Iraqi Freedom Study Group, he became the organization's director in 2017. Colonel Sobchak has published articles in various journals and magazines, including Military Review, Military Intelligence Professional Bulletin, Infantry, and Armor. He holds a bachelor's degree in military history from the U.S. Military Academy and a master's degree in Arab Studies from Georgetown University. Jean F. Godfroy served in the Military Intelligence Corps, deploying to Bosnia in October of 2001 and then to Iraq as part of the 101st Airborne Division Air Assault in August of 2002. Lieutenant Colonel Godfroy went back to Iraq in 2004 to work directly for the commander of the Multinational Security Transition Command Iraq, or MNSTCI. She returned to Iraq for a third tour from 2008 to 2009 and served as an advisor to the Iraqi Directorate General of Intelligence and Security and in the Force Strategic Engagement Cell, or FSEC, where she helped orchestrate national reconciliation initiatives. From 2009 to 2011, Lieutenant Colonel Godfroy taught classes on international relations and civil war in the Department of Social Sciences at West Point. She subsequently served as the 2nd Infantry Division's Secretary to the General Staff, or SGS, in the Republic of Korea. Lieutenant Colonel Godfroy left active service in the Army in the fall of 2012 and spent a year studying street gangs and narcotics at the Council on Foreign Relations as an International Affairs Fellow. She returned to active duty to become one of four lead researchers on the Chief of Staff of the Army's Operation Iraqi Freedom Study Group. Lieutenant Colonel Godfroy presently works as a strategy and management consultant for IT Cadre in Ashburn, Virginia, and she performs her U.S. Army Reserve duties in the Department of Social Sciences at West Point. She holds a bachelor's in history from the U.S. Military Academy and a master's and a doctorate in public and international affairs from the Woodrow Wilson School at Princeton University. Matthew D. Morton served as a cavalryman in Germany and the Balkans as a company grade officer before instructing in the Department of History at West Point. As a field grade officer, he served on general staffs in Germany, Iraq, Afghanistan, the Pentagon, and as a regional fellow at the Marshall Center. Colonel Morton is the author of Men on Iron Ponies, The Death and Rebirth of the Modern U.S. Cavalry. He is the Assistant Chief of Staff for Future Plans and Policy, U.S. Army Central-Third Army. Colonel Morton received his commission from the U.S. Military Academy and received his doctorate in history from Florida State University. James S. Powell is a U.S. Army Colonel and Strategic Plans and Policy Officer. After graduating from the U.S. Military Academy at West Point, New York in 1992, he served with field artillery units at Fort Campbell, Kentucky and Baumholder, Germany. Following these operational assignments, he returned to West Point and taught military history from 2002 to 2004. After a tour in Iraq as the campaign planner for Third Corps from December 2006 to February 2008, Colonel Powell was assigned to the Pentagon, serving first as a speechwriter for the Chief of Staff of the Army and later as a military advisor to the Director of Net Assessment in the Office of the Secretary of Defense. He deployed to Afghanistan in June 2017, working in the Plans Directorate of the Resolute Support Headquarters. 
Colonel Powell holds a doctorate in history from Texas A&M University and is a graduate of the School of Advanced Military Studies at Fort Leavenworth, Kansas, where he also served as a seminar leader following the completion of the Advanced Strategic Leadership Studies Program. His book, Learning Under Fire, the 112th Cavalry Regiment in World War II, was published in 2010. Matthew M. Zais served the first half of his career as an infantry officer in the 82nd Airborne Division, 101st Airborne Division, and as Mountain Phase Ranger Instructor. Lieutenant Colonel Zais later taught American foreign policy and international relations in the Department of Social Sciences at the U.S. Military Academy. After transitioning as an Army strategist, he served in the Defense Threat Reduction Agency, as the executive officer of the chief of staff of the Army's Operation Iraqi Freedom Study Group and as deputy director of the Strategic Initiatives Group at U.S. Army Cyber Command. He currently serves as the director for Iraq on the National Security Council and as an adjunct professor in the Security Studies program at Georgetown University. His deployments include Haiti and Iraq. Lieutenant Colonel Zais graduated from the U.S. Military Academy with a bachelor's in economics and holds a Master of Public Administration and doctorate from Princeton University. U.S. Army War College Major General John S. Kem, Commandant Strategic Studies Institute and U.S. Army War College Press Director Professor Douglas C. Lovelace, Jr. Director of Research, Dr. Stephen K. Metz. Editors, Colonel Joel D. Rayburn, Colonel Frank K. Sobchak, with Lieutenant Colonel Jean F. Godfroy, Colonel Matthew D. Morton, Colonel James S. Powell, Lieutenant Colonel Matthew M. Zace. Publications Assistant, Ms. Denise J. Kirsting. Composition, Mrs. Jennifer E. Neville. End of Afterward, Select Bibliography and General Editor's Notes on Sources, Abbreviations, and About the Contributors. Read by Adam Cable, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 2021. End of The U.S. Army in the Iraq War, Volume 1, by U.S. Army Operation Iraqi Freedom Study Group.